0: another episode of Midnight on Earth. I'm your host, Jake Weaver, and we are here to bring you more knowledge, more lights, and more love. Well, Beyond the News is back. Another Beyond the News episode. Every seventh episode, we do a Beyond the News episode where we comb Earth's news feed and all of these sources around the world to find these strange stories, these weird stories, these unbelievable stories, but yet there they are. They're believable. This is what we do. This is our beyond the news episode. It's kind of turning into like a sandwich, right? We have these episodes and they're like in this beyond the news sandwich and there's guests and other things going on and then there's beyond the news again. So I kind of love these episodes. I actually really love these episodes because I get to stretch out a little bit. We get to just talk in a more casual way. It's not the interview format. It's just myself and from vital force herbs, Bryn Anderson. Would you like to say hello, Bryn? Well, I mean, hello, not Bryn. You. Well, not you. Yes. I'm glad you're here. Thank you Thanks. again. Yeah.
1: Always a pleasure.
0: As usual, you are our co-host for the Beyond the News episodes, and we're back, so you're here. Thank you for being here.
1: Excited to see what you dug up this time.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I'm always finding these things, and it takes a little time for them to build up enough content for a full episode, so that's why we do it every seven weeks or so, whatever the seventh episode is. And, yeah, it's uh, it's out there. It does take some digging, to be honest. But then you find them and they're like, oh, gems, you know. <laughs> and it takes that much to get enough content for an episode. So there you go. How's Final Four Serps doing? Everything good? You're mm. almost to mass production level.
1: Yes, I am. It's uh, going amazing.
0: All right. Yep. Well, we'll talk about that as we talk about our articles, which is what we do. We go through these articles in these Beyond the News episodes Articles, like I said, I've found in these strange places. And we talk about them as I read them. And they just get more interesting and more interesting as we go. There's a little bit of structure. Sometimes it's chaotic. But really, there's structure. And it's going to blow your mind, the things that we've tapped into this week. (laughs) And I do want to tell you, people, guess what? Midnight on Earth has a new sponsor. Awesome. Yes, it's true. We have a new sponsor, and I have to tell you about them. They're supporting the show. I deeply appreciate them. And it's wave Block. Okay, look, I personally believe that these EMF frequencies, electromagnetic frequencies that are coming from these modern devices, phones, Wi-Fi routers, earbuds, all of these things that are emitting microwave radiation are potentially damaging us. The studies I've seen personally seem to reveal that there is damage happening physically from exposure to these frequencies. So this company has created a product that protects you. These are EMF shielding stickers that you can put on your Apple earbuds or your iPhone. Let me tell you about this, okay? This is something I've believed in and talked to everyone in my circles about for a really long time because if you think about it, science shows us that the microwave radiation destabilizes covalent bonds in DNA. It breaks apart DNA. It breaks apart these bonds. These devices are right up against our heads, pumping this radiation into our biology, our actual physical body, and it bioaccumulates. And it's right up against the body. You're just your phone, the earbuds especially. Now think about this. Those ear pods are right near or in very close proximity to your lymph nodes, which are a huge part of your immune system. It's part of the lymphatic system and immune cells cluster in these nodes. Okay. This is where the reservoir of your immune system exists in the lymphatic system. So you have these earbuds or any Bluetooth headphones really. And they're pumping this harmful, I believe harmful and studies show harmful radiation into your lymph nodes. This company, Developed a product which contains materials to block these harmful EMFs. And they have an adhesive on it. So it sticks to your Apple AirPods and it sticks to iPhones. So I'm very happy that they're on board as a new sponsor. And we have to just understand that this technology is there, it's a part of us. You see everyone wearing these. Maybe you don't personally use them, but you know family members that use them and you want to protect them. You just have to realize that they're here and just work to be as safe as possible. And just to add a fact to this, in 2019, more than 250 scientists signed a petition asking the International Public Health Organization to create stronger guidelines and warnings on the use of wireless and Bluetooth electronics. Scientists have strong evidence to believe that EMF radiation causes several different health problems. And you think about children, the research on the impact of EMF radiation on children suggests that because children's brains are smaller and thinner than adult brains, they are believed to be much more absorbent. In fact, as much as three times more absorbent. This means for children, EMF exposure and risks are even higher. And the American Academy of Environmental Medicine has long been studying the adverse biological health effects of EMF radiation on the body. Their research has documented cases of genetic damage, reproductive defects, neurological degeneration, and nervous system dysfunction immune system dysfunction, cancer, and other serious health concerns. This has been documented. Other studies have made a connection between EMF radiation and cellular breakdown, like I said earlier, and interference in cellular communication. It's just, what are we doing? We're we're just like monkeys flipping switches, right? Is that where we're at as humans? I don't know, but we have to protect ourselves, and that's what this is all about the shielding pushes the frequencies away from your body, whether it's in your pocket or with these AirPods pressed up against your head, it's pushing it away from your body. You, you see these people, I'm sorry, people, but women, I'm sorry that the paradigm of fashion does not include women's clothing, having pockets. So you see women putting cell phones in their bra right next to their mammary glands, right? You're thinking about breast cancer. I'm thinking about it. And you think about pregnant mothers and their, their tights. You, re, you see these pregnant moms sometimes out there in the world and they have tights and they don't have pockets and their cell phone is on that strap pressed right up against the fetus, the, the, the unborn fetus, the baby in the woman's body. If they had this on those devices, they would be protected. It significantly reduces exposure to this type of radiation. It's lab proven. And guess what people guess what on top of all this, I have to educate you about this and we're going to keep talking about this. This is an open dialogue, but guess what? I have a midnight on earth Wave block discount code and it is the word midnight M I D N I G H T it's the word midnight and you put that in the discount code box, you get 20% off your order, which are already reasonably priced. And now you're getting 20% off. Good luck finding a discount like that anywhere else Out there, you're not going to. It's exclusive with this code to this podcast. So you make your order if you're an Apple product user. Android users, I know there are products in development, but there are so many millions of people using these Apple products. So this is what's available now. We're protecting people until that happens. Apple users, Apple product users, we have the protection for you and that discount code. And if you want to know more, if you want to see the videos that describe the technology, that show the tests, go to waveblock.com. That's W-A-V-E-B-L-O-C-K. I, I like to spell it out because sometimes people need that, and that's okay. Waveblock.com. You'll see the five-star reviews. You'll see the videos showing the testing relating to the radioactive emissions from these devices. So yes, everyone, just one more time. The discount code is midnight and please go to the website, waveblock.com. That's waveblock.com. And we talk about the effects of cancer and how to prevent it. We talk about these natural remedies For these situations, let me tell you about Blue Cobra CBD, the highest quality CBD oil on the market, period. Absolutely, period. I'm telling you people, listen to me. I've worked in the cannabis industry. There is a man, his name is Howard Hint, aka Big H he developed a proprietary extraction method called the HIT extraction method. It uses no chemicals, no solvents, no gases are used to extract the CBD from the hemp he's using for this oil. No one else is using it. It's his method developed by him, family business. The CBD from the hemp, is derived from 100% organ grown hemp, which is organic. The product is organic. Everything about this product is organic, 100% organic. All the ingredients. You can put it on your body topically, you could put it in your body. And like I said, it has a profound effect. Howard will tell you it cured his cancer. I can't tell you that. I'm not a medical professional. But Howard's personal testimony, he was diagnosed with cancer. He was taking Blue Cobra like you wouldn't believe. He was taking like a bottle a day. And guess what, people? His cancer's gone. I can't say that Blue Cobra cures cancer. I can't say anything related to that because I'm not a medical professional. But Howard's personal testimony, he will tell you that it cured his cancer. He believes it with all his heart, he sends free bottles to people that have cancer and they report back to him positive results. He does it because his life was saved. He believes by this product and he had diabetes and it lowered his blood sugar. I mean, it's just mind blowing. I put it in my shake every morning and I want to call Howard sometimes in the middle of the night and tell him how happy I am and how, how good it makes me feel. He will tell you personally that I called him directly just recently to tell him how amazing this product is, the King Cobra, the highest strength, because I really believe it, it, it's helping me in ways I didn't even realize that CBD had that much potential. It's, it's literally healing me spiritually. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I'm just being 100% honest with you send me an email we can talk about it more let's you know hit me up on instagram i'll tell you everything and we have a blue cobra midnight on earth discount code m i d c b d m i d c b d that is the discount code put that in the box at checkout you'll receive Free shipping on any order in the continental 48 United States. International listeners, this does not apply to you, but please contact Howard to make sure your laws correlate with his product and legality. <laughs> so you don't get in trouble. I, I don't think it's an issue anymore, pretty much 90% of the world, but hey, you could be in that 10%. So just check with Howard at bluecobracbd.com. There is a money back guarantee. Shipping included. You get to keep the product. You get your money back. If you had to pay for shipping, you get that money back too. When you experience this, it's going to blow your mind. Start with the King Cobra. And if for some reason you feel like it's too strong, you can go down to the regular strength Little King Cobra. And if you have pets, he now has the Pet Line Wild Thing for pets. So check that out because the pets that we have in our lives also benefit from CBD. So please, everyone, go to bluecobracbd.com. That is bluecobracbd.com. One more thing. (laughs) Follow us on Instagram at midnight underscore on underscore earth. That's the address. You can follow us there. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the podcast places. You can go there, click the button, follow us, tell a friend, tell someone you know. Let's just spread the word. All these guests, we got to get it out there. I need your help. Midnightonearth.com. All right, everyone. It's time for Beyond the News. We talked about the format earlier. And now my fellow humans listening in 115 countries now. Around the world. I love you so much. Thank you for your support. And now we're going to dig into the news. This is from MSN.com. Headline Strange Milky Way object sends radio bursts a minute at a time. Interesting. Astronomers are still finding strange objects that defy expectations. According to BBC News, researchers from the Curtin University node of the International Center for Radio Astronomy Research have discovered a strange, spinning Milky Way object about 4,000 light years away. The repeating transient sent a giant burst of polarized radio energy for a full minute every 18 minutes and was appearing and disappearing over the course of a few hours of observations. And for context, a pulsar's burst lasts about a few seconds or less. So this was a curiosity. Oh, well, (laughs) the article continues. The curiosity is smaller than the sun, but is one of the brightest radio objects in the sky during its bursts. The disappearances were also unique, according to team led by Dr. Natasha Hurley Walker. Curtin student Tyrone O'Doherty first spotted the object using the combination of Australia's Murchison Wide Field Array and a new observation method. There might be an existing explanation, Hurley Walker said. The data matched a predicted but as yet undiscovered object known as an ultra-long period magnetar. That is a neutron star spinning at a relatively lethargic pace. Sometimes I feel like I'm a magnetar. (laughs) Um, Even if that's the case, though, scientists want to know why the object is converting magnetic energy to radio waves at such an efficient rate. It could also be a white dwarf with an unusually strong magnetic field or something else altogether. The frenzy appears to have subsided, but Hurley Walker is still tracking the object in case it exhibits the odd behavior again. She also plans to sift through the Murchison Arrays archives to learn if there were similar objects before. Whatever this entity might be, the findings are significant. They could shape our understanding of stars and the universe at large. Well, you know, we'll figure it out. Maybe it's just like a text that, you know, <laughs> don't come here.
1: Don't come Nothing here every here. 18 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> here. 18 minutes.
0: We're definitely not here. Here's an interesting one from newshub.co.nz, so New Zealand. Headline, mystery house on dark side of the moon is just a rabbit-shaped rock. Well, there's a moon picture that seems to show the outline of a structure that has geometric features. So, I'm looking at this picture. I mean, it's it looks like a structure. But this is, we could say this is the uh, cover story. I was going to say, know. you know those rabbit-shaped rocks out uh, there. Well, here we go. Oh, this is... This is from that thing we've talked about on Other Beyond the News episodes where China has a rover on the dark side of the moon. So this oh, picture right. came from China's it's dark side. It's just a moon. rabbit-shaped rock. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here's the content. The mystery house recently spotted on the dark side of the moon has finally been photographed up close and the truth about it revealed. Turns out it's just a rabbit-shaped rock. Reports at the time said it was around 80 meters away. But after slowly moving towards it since our space, not my space, our space, a website affiliated with the Chinese National Space Administration, CNSA, reported the object which was as tall as the Arc de Triomphe turned out to be very short when approached. And the drivers couldn't help but feel a little disappointed and they released a picture and it just looks like a basic rock. I can see why they're disappointed. However, this is the picture they released people. Come on. Are we really trusting the CNSA? Let's just finish the article. It took so long to get close enough to get a more detailed picture of the rock rabbit because the lunar Rover moves so slowly and can only operate part of the time. Since landing on the moon's surface in 2019, U22 has only clocked up just over 1,000 meters of movement in total. For America, it's 4,000 feet for, if for people that needed that. U22 is now dormant again. And when it next wakes up, it will get even closer to the rabbit and start to examine the large impact crater behind it, according to the CNSA. Okay. Next article, let's just stay in the space theme for a while. Space.com, headline, James Webb Space Telescope Unfurls Massive Sun Shield in Major Deployment Milestones. One of the James Webb Space Telescope's most nail-binding deployment steps is safely in the books. The $10 billion observatory unfurled its huge sun shield on Friday, December 31st, carefully unfolding the five layer structure by sequentially deploying two booms. The sun shield is one of the most crucial and complicated features of Webb, which launched on December 25th to seek out faint heat signals from the early universe. Detecting such signals requires that Webb keep its instruments and optics extremely cold and the sun shield will help it do just that by reflecting and radiating away solar energy. Interesting. This is so interesting. So we have this new telescope up there. It sounds like as of December 25th and now it has a sun shield to keep it nice and cold. It's pretty amazing. We're going to get some, Amazing images here. I, I I have a feeling. Perhaps this is the catalyst to the uh disclosure situation where they tell us about aliens. Mm, Spe- speaking of which, nationalpost.com headline not proof of life after all, fossil in famous Martian meteorite made by water, not aliens. Dang. A new study concludes. 25 years of declining confidence in the enthusiastic response to the meteorite. the truth might still be out there but it's not in this rock. okay so what what's the what's the article say? The Allen Hills 84001 meteorite used to be the most exciting rock in the world. And not because of its bland appearance, it is a dull gray weighs a little less than two kilograms which is what 1 pound in America. I'm doing a lot of converting here for for the continental US people and 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 just people that use that system. And is about the size of a potato. Sounds exciting. Now, however, thanks to new research on the strange formations of organic material inside this meteorite, it is back to being a mere curiosity, extraterrestrial, sure, but formed simply by the lifeless Interaction of water and rock. So they're saying it's not containing this alien bacteria. It's just the bacteria came from water. Okay. I see. The discovery. So this meteorite was the first apparent extraterrestrial life. Nothing more than bacteria though, but Martian bacteria they thought, which seemed to have left a signature pattern in the rock called Serpentinization. Holy cow. What a word. It could be a bad name. So called because of its resemblance to snakeskin. So they felt that it was extraterrestrial. No, not this rock. Interesting. I remember when that happened in 96. While well, speaking of space telescopes, there's still the Kepler out there. And this is from newshub.co.nz. Second headline second alien moon discovered for only the second time astronomers have detected what appears to be a moon orbiting a planet in another solar system just like the first time this one has traits suggesting that such moons may differ greatly from those populating our solar system data obtained by nasa's Kepler Space Telescope, before it was retired in 2018, indicated the presence of a moon 2.6 times the diameter of Earth orbiting a Jupiter sized gas giant about 5,700 light years away from our solar system in the direction of the Cygnus and Lyra constellations, scientists said on Thursday. A light year is the distance light travels in a year, 5.9 trillion miles. It's a lot of space. (laughs) The moon's diameter would make it larger than any of the roughly 221s known to be orbiting planets in our solar system and more than nine times the diameter of Earth's moon. We don't know the mass or indeed composition. It could be a rocky core with a light fluffy envelope or a thick atmosphere all the way down to some high-density core, said Columbia University astronomy professor David Kipping, lead author of the research published in the journal Nature Astronomy. Interesting. And lastly, this is yet another tantalizing exomoon finding, suggesting again that large moons may be present in other planetary systems and that we can potentially detect them said astronomer and study co-author Alex Tichi of the Academia Sinica Institute of Astronomy and Astrophysics in Taiwan okay interesting so they they have exoplanets now they're finding exomoons that's of course right it's, it seems Why pretty not? yeah seems pretty obvious right okay let's just keep ripping through uh, space.com Headline 2022 could be a turning point in the study of UFOs. I mean, they say that every year. Okay, <laughs> let's see what they say.
1: Every year is a new year of discovery, right? I guess so.
0: In 2021, there was an upsurge in peculiar sightings reported thanks to people with smartphones or other video gear that captured these strange glimmers in the sky. Could these unidentified aerial phenomena be satellites? Technology deployed by foreign governments, falling space junk, or maybe even floating specialty balloons, or purposely faked UFOs, they're saying, or could they be aliens? What if Earth has been on the receiving end of extraterrestrials, speeding in from Alpha Centauri, that's pretty specific article, who found themselves lacking brake fluid and crashed in New Mexico? Nonetheless, in 2022, unidentified aerial phenomena will get more attention from both the scientific community and the federal government, experts told space.com. Okay. Well, good to know space.com. And thanks for letting us know the aliens are coming from Alpha, Alpha Centauri. Centauri. <laughs> <laughs> ha <Ha-ha>. ha. Hint, hint. <laughs> I know. Okay. We'll plant
1: that. There'll be a movie next year. We've all t- about that.
0: Yes. We've talked about people. We've talked about uh, the Oumuamua. It's that interstellar object that's not following any sort of orbit or specific uh, path. It came from outside of our solar system. It's the first interstellar object that we detected. It has a specific shape children of the 80s if you if you grew up in the 80s you might be familiar with the television show the first anime called robotech and in that show the aliens the zentradi had these long kind of horizontal battleships and that's what this that's what this giant rock looks like and now what they're saying is we could have a spacecraft that could catch up to this object this interstellar object coming from outside and interact with it in just 26 years so that would be what year is this 2022 2048 is when we make contact with Amuamua, and 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 they won't even be able to pronounce their own name they'll be like okay anyways here is what space.com sends the headline could a spacecraft catch up to interstellar visitor Almuamua, in just 26 years? Eh? Could we send a spacecraft to the giant cigar-shaped interstellar interloper Amuamua? Should we? In 2017, astronomers detected a space rock from another solar system whizzing through our cosmic Neighborhood for the first time ever. The rock called Amua, why are they doing this to me? Passed us by and sailed through our solar system, leaving behind questions that remain to this day. Was it an alien ship? Just a weird comet or asteroid? We don't know. But with a new initiative, some researchers think they could answer some of the lingering questions about the interstellar object by actually sending a mission. To catch up with it. A group of volunteer researchers from the Institute for Interstellar Studies, a UK-based nonprofit company, has proposed sending a spacecraft to Amuamua with what they call Project Lyra. Like the Lyrans. Ooh. The project began very soon after Amuamua was discovered with the intent to determine if it was even possible to send a craft to the object and in following work, the team has investigated different possible ways to study the rock up close. Interesting. Let's do it. I mean, why not, right? If it passed us by, if it it came and and it wasn't hostile, somehow we didn't have a good interface method for communication, then let's try again. So here is our next article. Livescience.com. Headline Nine Things We Learned About Aliens in 2021. So let's see what they are. A donut UFO in the skies over Switzerland. Strange green lights vanishing into the clouds above Canada. A saucer shaped blob plunging suddenly into the ocean. The year 2021 gave truth seekers. An alien hunters, no shortage of mysteries to ponder, but it also gave them answers from hotly anticipated Pentagon reports on military UFO sightings to new insights on habitable exoplanets and also the so-called alien signal from the sun's nearest neighboring star. Here are nine things we learned about aliens in 2021. Okay, here, let's go down the list. <laughs> Number one, UFOs are real and the government knows it. Yes, we know Hmm. that. Black holes could be alien powerhouses. Uh, The Dyson sphere uh, theory, where essentially you create a containment object, some sort of harvesting device, which encompasses a star. And they're saying a black hole to harvest all the possible energy being emitted from that star. So, yes, we know about Dyson spheres they are out there. Alien planets may look nothing like Earth. I, I No-brainer. Okay, I know, right? One of Saturn's moons still holds potential for life. Which one? Ensolidus. Man, I hope I pronounced that All right. They're saying that methane wafting from Ensolidus is a sign of life. Science may be ignoring alien junk in our own solar system. Yes, we just talked about that. Amuamua. Number six, thousands of alien worlds could have watched humans grow up. Yes, we know about that. We talked about that in previous episodes of Beyond the News. We have over a thousand alien worlds that have direct line of sight for our uh, reality TV show, Earth. <laughs> Number seven, there's no best way to communicate with aliens. Yes, there is. I think so. <laughs> Do it yourself. Psychedelically, go to that dimension. You know how to get there. Number eight our own technology might be getting in the way because of all the digital noise and all the bandwidths of electrical frequency. There's now all this digital information clogging all the radio waves. So it's possible if there's a signal coming from outside, it could be being blocked. That makes sense. Number nine, alien abductions could be lucid dreams. Huh? They just figured this out. Now look, we knew about that a long time ago. Ken ring, Go back and listen to our lecture episodes where we listened to Ken Ring, and he talks about that because of the DMT that's released when you go into the dream world, when you're sleeping, and then that opens a portal. Lucid dreams, are they real? Are they not real? So that was number nine. I forgot there's no number ten. So that was the final one. All right, well, whatever, live science. We got that. This is from newsweek.com. Headline, NASA has found over 5,000 potential alien worlds. Here are some of the weirdest. Here's the article. The number of exoplanet candidates detected by NASA's Transiting Exoplanet Survey Satellite recently surpassed 5,000 and Newsweek has collected some of the weird and exciting worlds that have been discovered over the years. These worlds called exoplanets, can be discovered when they pass in front of their stars along the telescope's line of sight. When this happens, the star's brightness appears to dip repeatedly. Yes, for those that didn't know. So let's hear about some of these planets. One planet with a very creative name, T-O-I-2109b, orbits its parent star in just... 16 hours at a distance of just 1.5 million miles. For perspective, Earth's average distance to the sun is about 93 million miles and orbits the sun once a year. So it does it every 16 hours.
1: Whoa. Oh, that's a lot of years.
0: Yeah, that's really fast. You think time's going fast here?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you'd be like, you know, 700 years in a real quick minute.
0: Another one is uh, exoplanet. G.J. 367B. You know, who comes up with these names? That's my middle name. Oh, one of the smallest planets detected at the time of its discovery. It is located 31 light years away, but has an extra fast orbit of just eight hours. Its daytime side is thought to experience temperatures of 2,700 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, my God. Similarly, speedy planets have been dubbed super-Earths, meaning that while they are rocky like our own planet, they are also considerably larger. One, TOI1634b, was the most massive super-Earth with an ultra-short orbit found at the time with a radius almost twice that of our own planets. So there is so much out there, people. I'm just putting this in your consciousness. That's why we go through these articles. Now we talked about our discoveries. We're as humans advancing, but there's other advanced cultures out there with a direct line of sight. This is from Massachusetts, a name that's really hard to pronounce. And mathlive.com is the website. Headline Massachusetts has had nearly 2,000 UFO sightings, including one officially recognized. As a historic event. Here's the content. From gray aliens with oval-shaped heads to a nine-year-old claiming to have been abducted by aliens, Massachusetts residents have had a large number of UFO sightings. Overall, there have been 1,884 sightings in the Commonwealth, according to stacker.com, making it among the top 20 states for UFO sightings. Massachusetts ranks number 17 in the U S the highest among new England States. California, however, has the most UFO sightings with more than 10,000 reported sightings. The website States,
1: California is a lot bigger than Massachusetts. That kind of makes sense.
0: That would make sense, right? you you're thinking just like radius. So really interesting. They're saying, Massachusetts is now a hotspot for UFOs and check this one. Now I've been seeing this mirror.co.uk headline. Google maps user claims alien now lives among humans after crashing spaceship on earth. There's A Google Maps image that seems to show a UFO that was there in one image and in a later photograph, as you know, Google Maps has different photographs of the same area taken at different times. The ship is gone. So here's the content. A Google Maps user who claims to have used the platform to locate a crashed alien spacecraft hidden in bushes believes the pilot may be living among humans. Scott. Waring, a self-proclaimed UFO expert who is reportedly based in Taiwan, took to his blog UFO Sightings Daily to share his most recent find from Google Maps. His claim is that there is a UFO hidden in South Africa at certain coordinates that has made markings similar to crop circles. And it doesn't stop there. Waring has explained that he believes the pilot of the craft now lives among humans and is manipulating our technological advancements. Well, okay. And here's what he says. I was exploring on Google Maps when I came across a metallic disk landed in South Africa. It's hidden in a grove of trees far from the city. It looks like a classic disk with a pointed hump at its center. One photo even shows a huge circle around it similar to that of a crop circle but then disappears in the next photo months later. It looks like this is a landing location of an alien craft that attempted to hide its existence from the world, Scott says. And if you plug this article using key terms in a search engine, you can get those coordinates and you can take a look for yourself. It looks like it could be a structure. It looks like it could be a disc. You tell me, email me, tell me, tell me what you think. Tell me what you think about this. This is from indiatimes.com. Headline octopuses are aliens from outer space claims wild scientific paper.
1: I've always wondered about the
0: octopuses. I've heard this theory before. Here's the article.
1: They're so smart too.
0: Well, they're just unlike any other creature in our kind of ecosystem. Are octopuses aliens? A new research paper claims that octopuses are actually aliens from outer space. The paper is titled cause of the Cambrian explosion, terrestrial or cosmic and was published in the journal progress in biophysics and molecular biology the paper highlights how life on earth may have begun due to cosmic rain of retroviruses that fell from space these retroviruses added new dna sequences to earth's terrestrial genomes what happened next drove mutagenic changes on earth in his review of the paper kevin Kaverstock, from the University of Eastern Finland, stated how a lot of evidence adds to the plausibility of this idea, but none of it is definitive enough to suggest that it 100% happened. Interesting. Octopuses are so strange looking. Wow.
1: I I, I can kind of see an octopus just floating through space just as much as under the ocean. Don't you think?
0: Yes. Maybe.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you could just be looking up at the stars and there goes an octopus overhead. Seems like it could be a sky creature.
0: Okay. Anyways. Here we go to TheEconomist.com. Headline. Sensible policy on psychedelic drugs is growing more common. Just wait so we got, you hear what's next. We'll, we'll build up to it. Here's the little blurb about Oregon. Chad Kuske was a Navy SEAL for 18 years. When he retired, he found himself struggling with depression, substance abuse, and anger. Various treatments had failed until another ex-SEAL suggested psilocybin, the consciousness-altering compound in magic mushrooms. It basically changed my life forever, Mr. Kuske says. I realized that I'd been living in my own personal hell. And I was keeping myself there by my own choices and I had the power to change that. Isn't that like a theme that we talk about in our show that you have the power to heal yourself, self-heal Absolutely. and change and go from a darker frequency to a lighter frequency no matter where you're at. Just, let's just get and there. And it's
1: often those uh, helpers in nature that yes, get you there.
0: Those the psychedelic catalysts, uh, in this case, mushrooms. And this talks about how Oregon passed measure 109 which does not legalize psilocybin or make it available at dispensaries as cannabis is here, but it did decriminalize the possession of small amounts punishable with only a $100 fine that can be voided by completing a health screening at a addiction treatment center. Well, I'd rather just pay the hundred bucks. Instead, it makes psilocybin therapy available at treatment centers under the supervision of a trained facilitator and that title trained facilitator. We talked about what that means with Casey Mitchell, president of the Portland psychedelic society. And it doesn't mean much. It means you need a high school diploma. We talked about that. Oregon's health department will license the center's facilitators, psilocybin producers and testing labs. People who want therapy will not need to provide a diagnosis of depression or PTSD it will be open to anyone who can safely benefit from it. There is a screening process, and it should help exclude those unsuited for it. What this means is still under discussion. Oregon is still honing its rules with the goal, according to the state's health department, of having treatment centers up and running in the spring of 2023. This is the that's, first time I've seen a hard date right. on that. Yeah, that's wow. It's right around the corner, really. Wow. Okay, people. So, yeah. Uh, uh, of, of course, Economist. Yes, it's becoming more common. How common? This is the SeattleMedium.com. This is just from two days ago. Headline Seattle legalizes psychedelics. Woo! Wow. Uh, let's read the article. Proponents of the legalization of psychedelics have won a victory. Seattle City Council approved a resolution Monday to decriminalize a wide range of activities around psychedelic drugs, including the cultivation and sharing of psilocybin mushrooms, ayahuasca, ibogaine, and non-peyote-derived mescaline. The no. land- oh, man. Uh, Are you ready to go to Seattle? It's like three (laughs) hours from Portland. Let's go. The landmark measure extends what is already Seattle city policy, not to arrest or prosecute people for personal drug possession to further protect the cultivation and sharing of psychedelic plants and fungi for religious, spiritual healing or personal growth practices.
1: Wow. Wow. Wow, so interesting. That's just the intelligence of nature to me, coming out to uh, help people, uh, just help people.
0: Yeah, it's just mind-blowing. Under supported adult use, psilocybin services in Seattle, say that five times fast, are made available to people 21 and older for nearly any purpose. Mason Marks, a senior fellow and project lead, on the project at Psychedelics Law and Regulation at Harvard Law School, said he helped author the bill. Huge, people, huge, huge, huge. Um, Wow, I'm still processing that. Because, like, you know, it's an experience, listener. Like me and you and Bryn, we're like reading this together. When I put these articles together, I'm not like reading these articles beforehand. That would suck. I'm experiencing it just like (laughs) you do. I kind of know what's there, but I don't go into the content just so we're there together, you know, we're, we're feeling it.
1: So interesting. I'm just thinking of how mushrooms are really centered in that, the rainforest right there. Seattle is literally a city that was put in the middle of what used to be the temperate rainforest, which is pretty much the epicenter of mushrooms naturally. And so it's interesting. They're coming through the woodwork Seattle.
0: First. Uh, mescaline, yeah. ayahuasca, ibogaine. So, those, yes. And oh man, I it's wow, I'm just you know, man, woman, human, alien. I
1: feel like the mall the is going to be kind of a different
0: experience. It's going to be a new next mall, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be a mall store, <laughs> ibogaine.
1: Yeah, uh, it'll be a it'll, there'll be uh, some growing pains. it will be like, ayahuasca what,
0: like some hit person tripping? Like, I don't know, yeah, <laughs>
1: there'll be some growing pains. They'll probably see, you might see some people not ready to handle the downloads but yeah yeah it'll be
0: downloads are coming people get ready
1: downloads are coming and other ways
0: as well vice.com headline the future of psychedelic medicine will be drugs you've never heard of okay scientists are designing new psychedelic drugs that don't yet exist which might have effects no one can yet describe Wow, well, that's interesting. Thanks, mm. Vice. I'm not even going to read that article. That was that was enough. Like, okay. <laughs> you, just, you just summed it all up. So that's yeah. pretty amazing, though. Wow. Like, wow. Wow. People, wow. Like, I'm just going to keep saying that. Look, people, listen. Book a flight to Seattle right now. You can grow mushrooms. You can trade mushrooms. You can sell mushrooms. You can sell ayahuasca. You can sell psilocybin. You can sell non-peyote-derived mescaline, synthetic mescaline. The best, the highest quality is now going to be in Seattle. Let's just go on to another topic. Let's just rip through these. This is going to be fun. And this article is from Reuters.com. And this is big because we have Blue Cobra as a sponsor on the show. And this is something that's very important because we talk. And this is something that's very important to this podcast because of our incredible sponsor, Blue Cobra CBD. This is from KT. VZ.com, of course, is reported everywhere. Here's the headline. OSU research shows hemp compounds can prevent coronavirus from entering human cells. That's right, people. CBD blocks coronavirus from entering the cells. Here's the article. Hemp compounds identified by Oregon State University Research with a chemical screening technique invented at OSU, show the ability to prevent the virus that causes COVID-19 from entering human cells. Findings of the study were published in the Journal of Natural Products in a study led by Richard Van Bremen. Van Bremen and collaborators, including scientists at OHSU, found that a pair of cannabinoid acids bind to SARS-CoV-2 spike protein blocking a critical step in the process that the virus uses to infect people. And here's what he says. These cannabinoid acids are abundant in hemp and in many hemp extracts. They are not controlled substances like THC and have a good safety profile in humans. Wow. So I did hear about this. This is blocking the receptors, and it's just one more defense against COVID for people. So we already know where to get the best, the highest quality CBD oil. It's blue Cobra CBD. And here's the science to prove it. This is major news. So pretty amazing there. Okay. Okay. Here is something that doesn't have an article attached, but it is something that I talked about with psychic and medium Natalie Lucia Anderson, when we did our 2022 predictions episode, we talked about jokingly a phone that can call the spirit world, a cell phone to call your deceased relatives. Well, it turns out there are people already working on the technology. The soul phone foundation, soul phone, the soul foundation.org It's developing something called a soul phone, which allows you to potentially call the other side. Dr. Gary Schwartz, a senior professor at the University of Arizona, is involved with the project. He was previously an assistant professor at Harvard and tenured at Yale, where he was instrumental in founding the field of behavioral medicine. Wow. He and a team of electrical engineers, software programmers, evidential mediums, and others have worked on this project for 12 years. In addition, a team of post-material inventors, scientists, and other luminaries have assisted the research and development. Whoa, people. (laughs) The soul phone is real. Soul
1: phone. Whoa.
0: Here's some interesting news. Perhaps it's not new news to you. This is from the Times of India. IndiaTimes.com. Headline Regular energy therapies and spirituality can boost immunity. Of course. Mm-hmm. Dr. Sarah Chimtanawala, a well known homeopath, having over 36 years of experience. Recently, underlined the significance of mind playing a stronger role than medicine in a person's well being. A quantum energy practitioner for the last 20 years, Dr. Chimtanawala believes the science of thoughts and emotions will play a crucial role in the coming days, whether to cure an ailment or build immunity. Than products emerging from laboratories.
1: I have to agree with her on wow.
0: that. Wow. Well, yes, I agree. Thank you, Times of India. And I just want to give a shout out to a person that passed away just recently. A legend at ninety-six years old, Teek Not Han, the Buddhist teacher, the Buddhist monk. He wrote so many books, books that had an incredible impact on my life personally, passed away. On January 22nd. And he was at the Temple Tu Hue in Hue, Vietnam. So I just want to touch on this article. This is from the PRNewsWire.com. Headline, Global Outpouring of Love and Gratitude for Zen Master Thich Nhat Hanh. And here's the article. Widely known as the father of mindfulness and beloved by millions of students and followers worldwide, Thich Nhat Hanh. Has received a global outpouring of love and appreciation for his teachings and mindfulness practices since his passing on January 22nd, 2022, at Tu Hue Temple in Hue, Vietnam, as I said. The President and Prime Minister of Vietnam offered their condolences, and so many paid tribute to this man that really just influenced. Probably billions of humans on Earth. And we'll continue to yeah, do so. Yeah, he
1: was, was he, I think. believe he was 95. He was born in 1923 or 1928. I can't remember what I read. But yeah, he lived through a lot and influenced so many. He had his own publishing house at Plum Village in France where he had been exiled to. And like they made the books and bound them. And at first, it's really an incredible story of his life and all of the influence he's
0: had. Yeah, shout out to Teak. Not Uh, Han, who's graduated graduated in the other dimension, helping us. He's now helping us from that dimension. And here's some good news for people that are into this. SFgate.com headline, Burning Man announces ticket sale details and costs for 2022. And boy, is this exciting. If you're into Burning Man and you're a burner, Here's the article. After a two-year hiatus due to the COVID-19 pandemic, Burning Man is slated to return to Nevada's Black Rock Desert from August 28th to September 5th. Organizers announced a plan for ticket sales last week that will spread across February and March. Okay, great. Burning Man's back. All right. Here's some more good news. This is from TheVerge.com. Headline, Drone carrying a defibrillator saves its first cardiac arrest patient in Sweden. Everdrone plans to expand the service in Sweden later this year. See, the AI is helping us. The robots <laughs> saved a human life. I'm telling you people, we can live together in harmony. The AI consciousness, if it is alive, it's its birth. It's there. We did it. It's a new thing. Let's just... Live in harmony with, let's be friends. Here's the article about this situation. A man in Sweden is alive today thanks in part to a drone. The 71-year-old experienced a cardiac arrest while shoveling snow in December and was resuscitated by a nearby doctor after a drone flew in a defibrillator. Ever drone reported Tuesday. Someone experiencing cardiac arrest needs help within 10 minutes in order to survive. Everdrone's Emergency Medical Aerial Delivery Service is designed to deliver help as quickly as possible. It allows emergency dispatchers to send a drone carrying the device to a caller's home, kickstarting the life-saving process before the ambulance arrives at their home. In this particular patient's case, it took three minutes for the services to deliver the defibrillator to his home. A bystander who happened to be a doctor on the way to his job, thank you, his angels, used the AED on the patient after providing CPR. OMG, that's so cool. WTF, bro, good job. Wow. A lot of three-letter things. So if we're all these, uh, I was oh, here's wondering, another one. yeah,
1: how do, you, uh, how do you get one of those flown to you after uh, you've had a heart attack, I wonder?
0: Currently, the service can reach 200,000 Swedish residents. The company said it plans to expand more. It doesn't say how it works. I'm assuming there's some sort of personal signal device that's hopefully functioning when it happens and you can make it happen. Okay, here's another article. Let's go into the future. With futurism.com. Headline Scientists express concern at Elon Musk's Neuralink brain chip. Oh, what are they so worried about? Here's the article. <laughs> well, but the Wi Fi will be so fast. Come on, I'll be able to Bluetooth my thoughts to a speaker, <laughs> play them back to myself, It'll or play them to other people. <laughs> Think about how you can tell your kids something. your kids are like way on the other side of the house. where so they have that Alexa speaker, You're Bluetooth connected with the Neuralink. You want to tell them to come hang out. Let's, let's watch a family movie or whatever. You send them that message through the Neuralink, the Bluetooth to the speaker. It's like your voice is right there.
1: So your child's in their room hanging out and suddenly they hear it's time to take out the garbage. And yes. It's like your brain.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Bluetooth. Here's the article. While Tesla CEO Elon Musk believes that his brain-computer interface startup Neuralink is the future of human interactions with technology, many experts aren't so convinced. Researchers and scientists spoke to the Daily Beast this week to express horror at Musk's goal of connecting human brains to computers. Ultimately, at the heart of their trepidation is the infusion of big tech Into the human mind. Indeed, the ethics surrounding technology such as the Neuralink is uncharted territory. And as such, many are concerned about how these products, ostensibly meant to help those with disabilities, can ultimately be exploited for profit. Here's a quote. If the ultimate goal is to use the acquired brain data for other devices or use these devices for other things, say, to drive cars, to drive Teslas, then there might be a much bigger market, said Dr. Sid Johnson at SUNY Upstate Medical University. So, yeah, they're concerned, bro. There's a concern there because then it gets into hacking and then. You start thinking about Ghosts in the Shell, the anime, not the ScarJo yeah. movie. ScarJo. No. Okay. I'm talking about the original Ghosts in the Shell. They they already covered this. <laughs> Spe- speaking of covering, okay, businessinsider.com. Headline. Here's Elon again. Elon Musk says Tesla's humanoid robot is the most important product it's working on and could eventually outgrow its car business. Yeah, we knew that one was coming. The robots are coming, people. I, I've been telling people. They're going to be the ones driving the cars for you. Uh, Instead of like the
1: self-driving car, Yeah, it'll like, be like the, the robot in the, in the uh, driver's seat.
0: Total recall. Uh, Johnny Cab. If you ask Elon Musk, the most significant new product Tesla is developing in 2022 isn't the Cybertruck pickup or the Roadster supercar. It isn't even a vehicle. During Tesla's earnings call on Wednesday, Musk said the company's future humanoid robot, internally named Optimus, is the most important product development we're doing this year. In quotes. Musk first unveiled the robot during Tesla's AI Day event in August. The automaker intends for the 5-foot, 8-inch, 125-pound machine to take over Dangerous, repetitive, physical tasks from humans in the future. I I did that pause on purpose, guys. If if I freaked you out for a second, I did that on purpose. Optimus, also known as the Tesla bot, will run on the same artificial intelligence system that powers Tesla's driver assistance technology, such as Autopilot, Tesla said. On Wednesday's call, Musk said the robot project has the potential to be more significant than the vehicle business over time. He said the first application for the robot would likely be at Tesla, quote, moving parts around the factory or something like that. At its reveal, Musk said Tesla plans to have a prototype by sometime in 2022. Wow. I told you the Tesla bots are coming. This is from tech, the letter X, techexplorer.com. Headline, robot performs, first, laparoscopic surgery without human help. A robot has performed laparoscopic surgery on the soft tissue of a pig without the guiding hand of a human. A significant step in robotics toward fully automated surgery on humans designed by a team of John Hopkins university researchers. The smart tissue autonomous robot star is described today in science robotics. And here's his quote. Our findings show that we can automate one of the most intricate and delicate tasks in surgery, the reconnection of two ends of an intestine, the star performed the procedure in four animals and it produced significantly better results than humans performing the same procedure, said senior author Axel Krieger, an assistant professor of mechanical engineering at John Hopkins Whiting School of Engineering.
1: Wow, better than
0: good. a human. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay bbc.com this is a funny one headline what is the quantum apocalypse should we be scared here's the article don't worry don't be scared we're not about fear here on this podcast we don't know enough to be scared it's just their play on words here we go imagine a world where encrypted secret files are suddenly cracked open something known as the quantum apocalypse Put very simply, quantum computers work completely differently from the computers developed over the past century. In theory, they could eventually become many, many times faster than today's machines. That means, faced with an incredibly complex and time-consuming problem, like trying to decrypt data, where there are multiple permutations running into the billions, a normal computer would take many years to break those encryptions If ever, but a future quantum computer in theory could do this in just seconds. Such computers could be able to solve all sorts of problems for humanity. The UK government and the UK government is investing in the National Quantum Computing Center in Oxfordshire, hoping to revolutionize research in the field. But there is a dark side People could use that high-powered computational technology to steal from people, obviously.
1: There's always that.
0: But there have been mitigation efforts already underway and have been for some years. In fact, in the UK, all government data classified as top secret is already post-quantum. That is, using new forms of encryption, which researchers hope will be quantum Proof, wow, interesting. It's coming, quantum computers, people, and you're going to have to be quantum proof or you'll be a part of the quantum apocalypse. But don't worry (laughs) because it's outside of time. It's quantum. So then the problem will instantly solve itself.
1: Exactly, or a drone might come and drop you the answer.
0: Well, we do like to talk about technological advancements, and this is from Renew. Economy.com.au headline Lithium air battery achieves world leading energy density. And here's the article Japanese researchers, backed by SoftBank Corp, have developed a lithium air battery they say shows some of the highest energy densities and best cycle life performances ever achieved. Significantly higher than current mainstream lithium-ion batteries. You knew this was coming. You knew the battery advancements were coming. Like, that's why we have these battery-powered cars. Okay. They're just pouring money into this. The National Institute for Material Science said this week that the lithium-air batteries it had been developing using original materials, end quote, had achieved an energy density the measure of how much energy a battery contains in proportion to its weight of more than 500 watt hours per kilogram. So this is like a big deal. In the battery world, it's just advancing. Lithium ion, now we have lithium air. Wow. And then we're going to move past lithium.
1: Yeah, hopefully we can get to a battery that uh, is self-cleaning or non-polluting or some way it seems like there's a lot of battery waste so that would be cool if that's part of the next advancement
0: yeah i mean there's advancement like i said the ai itself isn't bad it's just how we deal with the situation as it presents itself as it becomes more a part of our daily life like scitechdaily.com headline Artificial intelligence can analyze eye scans to identify patients at high risk of heart attack. And then here is the article. Scientists have developed an AI system that can analyze eye scans taken during a routine visit to an optician or eye clinic and identify patients at a high risk of a heart attack. Doctors have recognized that changes to the tiny blood vessels in the retina are indicators of broader vascular disease, including problems with the heart. In the research led by the University of Leeds, deep learning techniques were used to train the AI system to automatically read retinal scans and identify those people who, over the following year, were likely to have a heart attack.
1: Interesting. You can see that in the eyes, huh?
0: And it had an accuracy between 70 and 80%. Wow. So there you go. This technology, it's not necessarily evil. It's how you use it. Here's fastcompany.com. Headline. Former SpaceX engineers raised 50 million to build a Tesla for freight trains. So they're gonna have autonomous electric freight trains. Wow, see? This is thinking outside the box. You use the technology that's already there. The materials have already been used. Now we can do it electrically. And then we'll figure out how to do it solar powered. It's coming.
1: That's awesome.
0: Here's the article. Trains may be an old technology, but they are still remarkable machines operating with roughly four times the energy efficiency of semi-trucks driving on a highway. However, over the past several decades, railways have been working against themselves. To compete with semis, they've seceded to shorter deliveries. Instead, railways have doubled down on long-haul shipments of 1,000 miles or more. And to maximize efficiency on long routes, train companies have simply kept making trains longer and longer. Today, it's relatively common for trains to be nearly three miles long. That's why it takes
1: so, so they're long. polluting.
0: So there's a new startup. That seeks to make these freight trains electrical.
1: Not a bad idea.
0: It's called Parallel Systems. Their invention is a modular motorized set of train wheels. Cargo containers are placed on top of the wheels by a crane, and the wheels can drive this train car up to 500 miles to anywhere on the track. Wow. Well, good job, Parallel System. <laughs> Parallel systems.
1: It seems like a lot of things are going to look a lot different. Matt Sewell
0: is the CEO of that. Okay. Okay, there you go. Uh, This is from BBC News. We just have a few more. This is from bbc.com. Headline, flying car wins airworthiness certification. Here's the article. A flying car capable of hitting speeds over 100 miles per hour or 160 kilometers an hour, and altitudes above 8,000 feet has been issued with a certificate of airworthiness by the Slavic Transport Authority. The hybrid car aircraft Aircar is equipped with a BMW engine and runs on regular gas. It takes two minutes and 15 seconds to transform from car into aircraft. It's a true transformer. I was
1: say everyone oh that likes Transformers God. are
0: stoked. Yeah, optimists. <laughs> like it's in our consciousness.
1: There it is, yep.
0: Uh and of course the Mac story was created by our guest, Jim Shooter, back in the day. Uh air car certification opens the door for mass production of very efficient flying cars. It's creator, Professor Stefan Klein said. It is official and the final confirmation of our ability to change mid-distance travel forever. Flying cars are here. Finally, people, in 2022, they were already supposed to be here. So we have two more articles, one really weird one, and then (laughs) one really happy one. It's good. So here we go. Our last two articles. This is from foxnews.com. Headline. Oklahoma pastor accused of smearing spit on man's face during sermon in viral video. Pastor Todd has apologized, saying he crossed the line. Uh, (laughs) Here's the article. An Oklahoma pastor is getting some flack online for what many deemed was an unhygienic sermon on Sunday. A video which has gone viral shows Pastor Michael Todd of transformation church in the Tulsa suburb of Bixby appearing to rub his own spit in the eyes of a churchgoer. Oh God, look at the picture (laughs) receiving vision from God might get nasty in quotes. Todd says before the act audience members can be heard gasping in shock. Here's what he said. Do you hear and see the responses of the people? Todd says what I'm telling you is how you just reacted. It's how the people in your life will react when God is doing what it takes for the miracle. Okay, oh my God.
1: that's interesting.
0: Uh, man, well, you know, every religion, every uh, spiritual faith has different methods. I, I, I'm not going to question their methods. I, I wouldn't agree <laughs> with it. I'm not going to go to that church. You're not- But there it is. And here's our final article. This is from good old NPR.org. Here's the headline. A veteran won a $4 million lottery prize using the numbers from a fortune cookie. So it does happen, people. Here is the article. A North Carolina veteran turned a restaurant meal into a mega millions jackpot after he used the numbers from his fortune cookie to win a $4 million prize.
1: Nice work.
0: Yes. Gabriel Fierro and his wife eat at the Red Bull Asian Bistro in Charlotte, North Carolina about once a week. According to the North Carolina education lottery. Last week, however, their cookies were extra fortunate. Fierro said he decided on a whim to play his fortune cookie numbers in last Tuesday's drawing and ended up with the largest win in the history of online play in the state. As the lottery explained in a blog post, Fierro bought his ticket using online play and added $1 to make it a mega-plier ticket. He matched all five white balls to win one million, which quadrupled to four million when the four X Megaplier hit. Piero initially could not believe his own luck.
1: Wow, the stars were aligned for that
0: one! Oh my Holy gosh! I know. Here's his uh, quote: "I got an email in the morning and I just stared at it, dumbfounded. He said I took it and showed it to my wife, and she thought it was an April Fool's joke or maybe a scam." Then it sunk in, he said, and they ran around the house screaming like a bunch of banshees. <laughs> Interesting. So there you go. And they're going to wow. take home. It says after taxes, four million turns into two million eight hundred forty thousand four hundred one dollars. So okay, four goes into two point eight. So you you, wow, you, yeah, lose you lose a third,
1: 1, basically, right? One point two, right?
0: Yeah, something like that. Wow. Hey, not
1: bad. Wow, hey, you know, eating at that restaurant every week paid off for that couple. Holy cow.
0: Yeah, it uh it really did. You know, they uh good luck to them out there in the world. So what did you think of this week's Beyond the News episode? <laughs> we had a lot of different articles. We went in a lot of different places.
1: Yeah, wild. It just seems like the next I don't even the, just the next 20 years at the end of the next 20 years ask me that question again and I feel like things are gonna look totally different well, from how they look today.
0: Hopefully we see you again before that. Well,
1: yes. No, I just mean like if you were to flash forward <laughs> in 20 years, all the things we talked about today that are just surfacing are oh, going to yeah. be in full swing in and full it's going to be swing. wacky. Aliens. And then people are going to be on psychedelics during all of that at the same time and that's all going to be just interesting. Yes. So.
0: Aliens, the uh, Amuamua yeah. object contact. Yes, and all the
1: aliens. Psychedelic well.
0: legalization. I mean, it's it, we're opening portals, new portals but and new realities every single day that's why we do these beyond the news episodes because i crazy. have a feeling a lot of the things that we've talked about you probably haven't heard on your mainstream news sources even though all of these articles are from mainstream news sources i noticed that so that's why we make sure and do that because uh, these aren't gossip uh Magazines, this isn't fiction. These, these are all verifiable articles. It's all real. Everything that we're putting out there in these articles is absolutely real. And I just want to shout out again, thank you to our new sponsor, Block, the EMF shielding for the AirPods and the iPhone, Blue Cobra CBD, always there for us, Howard Hitt and his whole family. Incredible episode, everyone. I really appreciate you being a part of this. Brynn, do you have anything to say to everyone before we go?
1: I hope everyone has a beautiful week and get outside, find the sunshine, hug your friends. Uh, Listen to Midnight on Earth.
0: Yes, and tell a friend. (laughs) Don't forget to tell people. We're expanding. That's great. It's getting bigger and bigger every single day. So thank you for your support. I really appreciate it, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye. Midnight on Earth.